Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody. I'm so pumped that you're back with me for another episode of Living the Dream Podcast. The feedback, again, I know I keep saying it, but I'm so blessed by this. The feedback, the positivity, the amazing responses I've got from this podcast have been just incredible. I'm so grateful for that. Please share the podcast. Please rate the podcast. If you love what you're hearing, give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. I think you can do it on Spotify as well. We're going to jump right into this episode because we're going to go deep today. This is probably the deepest episode of this podcast I have hosted up until this point. And we're talking about the ultimate motivator in your life. I don't know if some of you have an idea of where I might be going with this, but to me, the ultimate motivator of life is actually death. And the bottom line is, I will die. You will die. I believe we need to talk about this more because it is the ultimate motivator. Death to, death to me should not be something we are paralyzed by. We should use it to take action. I truly believe this idea of death does not have to be this morbid, sad, awful thing that we think about, but rather something that keeps us motivated, that keeps us making the most of every single moment that we have, no matter what we're doing. And clearly, I am constantly trying to get better at this. I am in no way perfect. However, on the daily, I think about death and I use it not like, Oh my God, this is awful. I can't believe I actually have to die. That sucks. Not like that. I think about it in, wow, if we're in a group of eight or 10 people, I think, who knows? This may be the last time this exact group of people gets together. I want to make the most of every single moment that I have with these people. I don't care how old you are. It is time to become the person you were born to be. And using this ultimate motivator can help you think about that and help you move yourself into action. Honestly, my wife knows this. I often think about myself when I'm 85, 90 years old. And as I'm sitting there in a rocking chair, I will think as I'm, let's just say I'm 90, what will I say about my life? What will I wish I would have done? And honestly, I want that to be nothing. I want to be 90 years old, sitting in that rocking chair, thinking, oh my goodness, I gave it my all. I poured it all into this life that I lived. And who knows, I wanna run a marathon at 100. So I'm not saying I'm done at 90, but I'm just saying when I'm looking back, let's call it when I'm 105 years old. I'm 105 years old, I'm gonna be thinking, Man, I, I poured everything I had into my life. I poured everything I had into the people that are around me. I poured everything I had into the work I did. I poured everything I had into every single speech I gave, whether it is in front of 10 people or if it was in front of 10,000 people. I gave it my all. I think about this 
constantly because it's the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate motivator. And I don't want you to be 90 years old and have regrets either. And that's part of why I do this podcast, to move you off of dead center, to move myself off of dead center. By the way, selfishly, I learn from these podcasts as well. I'm not just giving you all this free content and I'm getting nothing out of it. I'm getting amazing benefits out of it and I hope you are too. But this right here, this podcast, this episode is the ultimate motivator. Think about this. If you have a tough time thinking about yourself when you're 90 years old, think about this. It's your last month on earth. That's it. You had a dream last night and the you know, whoever the the angel of death came to you or whatever and said, listen, you've lived a great life. I'm going to give you one month. You know you have one month left. What will you do over the next 30 days? Are you doing the type of work currently that you love? If you had one month to live, would you continue doing the work that you're doing right now? Do you love it that much and you know you're adding a ton of value to other people in your life? Are you having great conversations with loved ones every day? Are you pouring yourself into other people? Are you giving to other people? Are you adding value to others? Or are you living, you're trying to get value out of others? If you've heard any of my speeches, I talk about this because I used to be like this. I used to be the type of person, and by the way, this pains me to say this. I used to be the type of person that would meet somebody and immediately think, What will I get out of this relationship? That led me down a path of not having very good relationships and I completely take ownership and blame myself for this. Now, when I meet somebody, I think, how can I add value to this person? Can I give them a book of mine for free? Can I give them an idea they can use? Can I connect them with somebody that will help them elevate their life? That is how I look at it now and that minor shift in mindset has changed in just entirely the way that I think about new relationships and any relationships. So back to this one month to live. Are you having great conversations with loved ones every day? Are you making the world a better place every single day? Think about this. This is more, this is, it's humorous, but it's not. It's it's morbid. I, you just tell me what you think about this. I often, maybe I'm just crazy at how I think about some of this stuff, but if you think about it, and you know, I'm sad to say that I've been to a decent amount of funerals in my life. I'm very lucky that it hasn't been uh, anybody like like my parents or a sibling or anyone really, really, really close to me. But I have seen, and dogs to me are part of the family. We buried uh, four dogs since I've been alive, and uh, aunts and grandparents, and that's been brutal. But when you think about the majority of people. What happens when most people die? They have a funeral, right? 95%, let's just say 90% of the people who come to the funeral, what happens a week after the funeral? 90% of the people. 90% of the people a week after the funeral are back to their own problems, are back to their own lives, are back to what's going on in their own life and forgetting about what happened a week before at the funeral. This is just, I'm not blaming anybody because I'm the same way. This is just the way things happen in life. Most people, if you're just an acquaintance of the person who's passed away, you go back to your normal life within three, four, five, six, seven days. That's just 
the way that's the way things are right now yes the spouse of the person the immediately immediate family of the person they're they're most likely going to struggle for weeks months or even longer than that absolutely but from what i've seen 90 percent of the people who attend the funeral are back to their normal lives within a week what's my point why why would i make that point the point is if 90 plus percent of the people you know only care enough to hurt for a couple days after you die after you're gone why not make a huge impact and stop letting other opinions hold you back that's the punchline right there that is the punchline when we all are gone there's only going to be three to five maybe ten max people that are hurting for a long period of time most of the people that you know in your life will care for a week and then move on to their own lives. So why care about the opinions of other people and let that hold you back? That ends with this podcast. End of story. It's time to take action. It's time to live your life. Live every single day like you only have a month left. It's amazing. I often think about if I only had a week left. I read a book called The Untethered Soul. And if you heard my podcast about reading, I mentioned this book. It's by Michael Singer. It's Untethered Soul. Again, he has a chapter about death where he talks about if you only had a week to live, how powerful would that week be in your life? And I think about that often because it just magnifies every encounter that you have every single day. Think about that. How much more would you pay attention to what people are saying? How much more would you appreciate simple things like the birds chirping, kids laughing, the sun shining? I, I'm learning to not be afraid of death, but rather use it as a motivator to take action. And that's the whole point of this podcast. I often think about my amazing wife and she went through, I did not know her at the time that she battled cancer. She went through leukemia over 10, what, 15 years ago now, 19 years old when she was diagnosed with leukemia. And I often think about the story she tells me that she had to stay inside the hospital bed and she was getting the cancer treatment and going through all that. She was unable to get outside for, she'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was for at least a week or two. She could not go outside because her immune system was so beat up and she didn't want to get, they didn't want her to get sick if she was outside and got any of the germs from anybody else or being outside, blah, blah, blah. So the one moment, I'll never forget her telling me this, that she was able to go outside. She convinced, I think, the nurse to wheel her outside for five minutes. And she said it was an incredible few minutes being outside because it had been so long since she was out there. And she didn't know about her life. You know, it, who knows how long she, she had. Luckily, she's pulled through and she's doing great. But she appreciated that moment being outside so much deeper because it had been so long since she'd been out there. And she didn't know what her future was going to be. I challenge everybody to live like that every time you go outside. If you think about it, you got one week or one month to live and it's raining outside and your, your son or your daughter, or your niece, your nephew, your neighbor says, hey, you want to go just run around outside in the rain? If you have forever to live, you may say no. If you have one week or one month to live, I will bet you, you will be outside running around like a little six-year-old kid. I don't care if you're 35 years old or 70 years old, you're going to be outside if it's pouring down rain. You're not going to care. 
And that mentality to me, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you and help myself and help anybody create urgency in your life. How many times do you hear something like this? Oh, uh, yeah, I want to run a 5K or a 10K, but you know what? I'll, I'll do it next year. Or, yeah, I should lose a few pounds. I should change my diet. I'll do it next year. I'll do it the year after. What happens when we keep kicking the can down the road? You all know the answer to this. It never happens. Whatever that thing is, it never, ever, ever happens. We've all done this. We've all said next year, next time, next week, next whatever, and next whatever is never. It doesn't happen. This whole podcast episode is to help you create urgency in your life. And I know we're using an extreme example of death to help create urgency, but it's it's so true. We just have no idea if we're going to be here for another month, another year, another decade, or another century. Who the heck knows? With the way modern medicine's going, I plan on living to 125. I have no idea. But at the same time, I could be gone at 40. Who knows? Part of this podcast, selfishly for me, I want to put this podcast out because I want to help people even after I'm gone. I think about that often. I don't know if you ever think about your legacy, but I use that as a motivator as well. One of the things that really hit me after I put my book out called The First 15 was this book, and somebody told me this, and I apologize to whoever it is because I can't remember who it was, but they told me something like, if you write a book, and this was a great motivator for me to write a book, you may inspire somebody while you're alive, but you also may inspire somebody 150 years after you're dead. That is incredible. That was a powerful statement for me thinking, this book could inspire people that I never meet. It could inspire my great, great, great grandkids. It could inspire my great, great, great nephew, whatever. So far down the line, and I've been dead for 75 years, somebody picks up this book and goes, man, maybe I should try some of these ideas. That's a motivator for me. I hope it is for you as well. Now let's get to the challenge. Let's get cut to the chase. Matt, tell me what the challenge is what am I taking from this episode? What am I going to do? How can you apply this ultimate motivator in your life? I think you probably know where I'm going with this, but I want you to think about what you'd change in a positive way if you had 30 days left. If you knew from the second this podcast ends, you have 30 days, what would you change and how in a positive way and how would you change how you lived over the next 30 days? Why? Why would I ever ask you to do this? Here is why. Because it'll create urgency. That's it. That's the whole name of the game. I want to help create urgency. It'll help create urgency for you to change it now. Why wait? Start living your dream right this second. You got this. You can do it. Create that urgency. And by the way, Let's say you want to write a book. Let's say you want to start a YouTube channel. Let's say you want to start a podcast. If you only had 30 days left, or let's just say, since it may take longer than that, maybe give yourself six months, I would bet you you would write that book. I would bet you you'd crank out some podcast episodes. I would bet you you'd start that YouTube channel. And you'd not let those other people's opinions, if that is what's holding you back, I think fear is probably holding you back because fear is what holds most of us back from not taking action, including myself also. Don't let that fear, don't let anyone else's opinion hold you back from living the life that you know you're capable of. Use this podcast episode as the wake-up call to say, hey, 
If I only have 30, 60, 90, 120 days left, what am I going to change about my life? Change it as soon as this podcast stops. I love you all. I hope you take that challenge. If you take the challenge, if you change something, reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, email. However, tell me what you changed. Tell me how you took the challenge and how it changed your life. Tell me what you added to your life. Tell me what you subtracted from your life. Tell me what you improved after hearing this podcast. I would love, love, love to hear that. I love you all, and I am out of here. We'll chat soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker. At Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,